1: And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we discuss and analyze the Islanders' frustrating one nothing loss to the Washington Capitals. A uh, rough one, and we'll break it all down. The good news was Ilya Sorokin played very well, but after that, not a lot of good news. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app and join me Wednesday at 8.30, that's tonight, to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. All right, so the Islanders fall one nothing to the Capitals, and we will break it all down. The big problem for me, overall, the effort just isn't there, and we'll discuss that and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. If you've got something on your mind, Islanders related, you've got a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about, feel free to contact the show. Uh, you can email us at lockedonislanders@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and tell us where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. And we'll keep you up to date on all the Islanders' news, notes, and happenings. And also, I do live tweet during nearly every Islanders game. So uh, if you want a little instant insight and analysis, please feel free to uh, get in touch and uh, follow on Twitter. I'm always happy to interact with fans at any time, not just during games. All right, so the Islanders really struggling right now. And, you know, falling one nothing in Washington is not in and of itself an embarrassment. The problem was, that this performance was just unbelievably subpar. And this really has been going on now for the last 10 to 12 games, really, with the exception of the one big win over the Rangers. This team, even when they've won, hasn't played Islanders hockey. And you know what? You're going to get outplayed sometimes, but over the long haul, this team just does not have it, limited to 18 shots on goal in this entire game, outshot for the game 33 to 18, and here's the thing, you get off to a sluggish start, you know, the sprung scores the only goal on the first shot on goal of the game, what was it, a minute 29 into the contest, And then after that, Sorokin was airtight. He played very, very well. But through two periods, the Islanders had 12 shots on goal. 12. Could not establish anything in the offensive zone. Could not figure out the Washington Capitals' 1-3-1 trap. Did not adjust. This is only the third straight game they've seen this defense. And yet, you know, still trying to carry the puck in rather than dump and chase and forecheck and go get it. Couldn't get that done. Could not establish anything in the offensive zone. Passes off by half a step, sometimes more. Not finding the open man. Uh, but you're down one nothing after two periods. Must-win game or close to a must-win game as far as if you want to get home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs have any chance of winning the division, you more or less had to have this game. You start the third period on the power play, no less. And yet, no sense of urgency. In the entire third period, the Islanders got six shots on goal. Six. They allowed ten. You're down by one goal. You have got to be throwing everything and the kitchen sink at the opposing team to try to even things up. They didn't do it. They didn't change anything. They didn't go to the net. They didn't try to distract the opposing goaltender. They were unable to really establish zone time. Vitek Vanacek made 18 saves. How many of those saves were actually difficult? not many. And you know, you look at this this basic uh shot chart tells you all you need to know. First of all, the capitals not just the number of shots, but the number of shots they had from in close unbelievably high. And for the Islanders in the most dangerous area of the uh of of, of the ice, maybe they had 5 shots all game in that area that you really have the best chance of scoring from, the power play, and they had, what, two power play chances in that third period alone? Nothing. Nothing. You get two power play chances, plus, you know, okay, it was three altogether, because you actually started with, what, 34 seconds of power play time at the beginning of the third period, but you had two full power plays and part of another in that third period, Again, only down one nothing. Nothing from the power play. No puck movement. No cross-ice passing. No movement without the puck. Nobody in front of the net to effectively screen the goalie. Nothing. Nothing. And that's how many goals they scored. Zero. None. Null set. Void. You play this kind of hockey you are not going to win. And that is, uh, it, it is actually a testament to this team that they've actually won as many games since the trade deadline as they did, despite the fact that they've played exactly one complete game in that entire time. This team is at a crossroads right now. This team needs to find itself before it's too late. Because I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something right now. There are seven games left in the regular season. Seven. After that, it is going to be no more cupcake games. No more games against struggling teams like Buffalo or New Jersey. None. After that, it's all Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston. Maybe the Rangers can sneak in, but they won't play the Rangers if they do, unless the Islanders somehow find themselves in a hurry. It is not going to be easy from here on in. And if the Islanders think that they can just show up and go on another playoff run, boy, oh boy, does this team have another thing coming. Because this team wins when all 18 players buy in. And you know what? They didn't buy in tonight, they haven't bought in in a long time. The effort, the the cohesiveness, it's not there, and Barry Trotz has to figure out how to correct this in a hurry, or it's going to be a very, very short rest of the season. All right, we're going to break down some specific things that went wrong last night, We have a lot more to get to. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, our farm report, and a whole lot more. Stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, tonight's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use. You could talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news, and you can share your own experiences on the app. Don't forget, I will be broadcasting tonight at 8.30 and every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, breaking down all the latest Islanders news, previewing games, talking about whatever's on your mind in addition to what's going on. So, all you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link it to your Twitter, and join the Locked On Islanders group. Follow me at Locked On Islanders to be notified when my room goes live. Again, we'll be going live tonight and every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, so make sure you come with your spiciest takes. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. It's the best-tasting protein bar ever. Comes in 18 amazing flavors, both with nuts and nut-free, and just listen to some of these delicious flavors. Lemon almond cheesecake, orange, coconut, peanut butter brownie, banana bread, apple almond crisp, caramel brownie, one of them is just better than the next. They're all covered in 100% chocolate, they're soft and easy to chew, and built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and perfect for the keto diet. Let's talk about the coconut almond flavor, 18 grams of protein in every bar, just 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com now, use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Don't forget, tomorrow, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network, To cover the NFL Draft live, get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. All right, before this game even started, the Islanders had some issues. Uh, Simeon Varlamov, whose birthday, by the way, was last night, Varlamov out of the lineup after the game, Barry Trotz basically saying that it was due to soreness, and I'll put that in quotes, so doesn't sound, at least initially, like anything serious, but Varlamov was a scratch, Sorokin got the start, Corey Schneider was the backup, and we have to keep an eye on that, because obviously, the Islanders, while Sorokin again, was not the problem in this game, but at the end of the day, the Islanders want their number one goaltender available for this stretch drive, and it's something that we will definitely keep an eye on throughout the rest of uh, the next couple of days. Meanwhile, the Islanders did something that we all expected they would do, They basically juggled the lines, with the exception, of course, of of the uh, fourth line, which more or less at least started the game intact. Oliver Wallstrom back in the lineup. That was good. As per my suggestion, Josh Bailey was put on the top line, at least to start the game. Didn't really seem to do a heck of a lot. In fact, none of the lines really gelled under the circumstances, and and Barry Trotz, you know, you're in a very difficult situation if you're Barry Trotz. You're trying to mix up the lines, trying to find a combination that will give the team some kind of a spark. You're only down one to nothing, and yet there was no spark. There was no, uh, you know, very little offensive zone time, no crisp passing, no you know, no juice, you know, for the team. The effort just wasn't there, and so, of course, as the game goes on, he juggles the lines even more. So, yeah, you're looking for a spark. You're looking for something to get this team going, and I understand that, but at the same time, you're also not giving any of these new combinations a chance to get to know each other and to adjust and you know, it, it, it's a very tough situation, and you have to try to walk that line between, uh, you know, trying to create that spark and, and trying to find a new combination that works. But you want to give them time to get to uh, work better together, and that just didn't happen. Uh, gotta give some kudos, at least, to Matt Martin in this game. Matt Martin dropping the gloves early in the second period with Zdeno Chara, And, you know, not easy going up against Big Z, no matter how you slice it. And Martin, it, it takes guts to do that. And he didn't back down. And, yeah, I mean, I give him credit. And then later on, it was J.G. Pajot uh, going with, Chara and Wilson comes in, Tom Wilson from the Capitals, pokes Pajot in the face. Both of them end up, you know, going off for 2 minutes. But I, I guess the thing that bothered me a little bit is that the Islanders did not come to Pajot's defense. And I'm not saying you don't want to go back to 1990 and and have a, you know, a, a drag them out brawl like they used to have. Uh, that isn't, you know, hockey in 2021, but at the same time, at least get over there, get in somebody's face, let them know, hey, I have my teammates back. I I just didn't see that from this Islanders team last night, and it needs to happen. This team has to stick up for each other better. They have to be there for each other, and so far, it just isn't happening Hopefully, it will happen shortly, but kudos to J.G. Pajot. Kudos to Matt Martin for not backing down under difficult circumstances, but now the Islanders need to uh, be more, more cohesive and stick up for each other and just get something, you know, let, let opponents know that, you know, we're here for each other and you can't push our guys around. Uh, I didn't see that, and that was certainly disappointing. All right, when we come back, we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day and our weekly farm report. We'll talk about what's happening down in Bridgeport. All that and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are heading toward the home stretch. Major League Baseball is in full, str- uh, full swing, and the NFL Draft is just a day away. online even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So if you put in $100, they'll give you $50 absolutely free to bet with when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Time for our Islanders birthday of the day, and uh, this one, uh, a player who was not an Islander for that long, but was a, a very reliable and steady hockey player. Happy 52nd birthday to former Islanders left wing Ted Donato. The Boston native was drafted by his Hometown Bruins in the fifth round back in 1987. Spent four years at Harvard before joining the Bruins in 91 92 and joined the New York Islanders for the 1998 99 season. Played 55 games for the Isles, seven goals, 18 points. Was gone before the season ended to Ottawa. Also played with Anaheim, Dallas, had a one game stint back with the Islanders in 2001 2002 before closing out his career with the Kings, Blues, Rangers, and then briefly back with the Bruins. In 796 career NHL games, Donato had 150 goals and 347 points, also played in 58 playoff contests and added eight goals and 18 points in those. We're going to look back at one of his better games with the Isles. December 17th, 1998 at the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Islanders taking on the LA Kings. Tommy Sallow in between the pipes for the Isles. Jamie Storr, the netminder for the Kings. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first, midway through the period. Eric Brewer, his second of the year, unassisted. 1-0 1-0 Isles, but the Kings got two goals late in the period, one by Pavel Rosa and then a power play goal by Hall of Famer Luke Robitaille. It was 2-1 in favor of L.A. after one, but in the second, the Islanders even it up. Ted Donato, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets his fourth from Marius Tchaikovsky and Robert Reichel at 742, and it's a 2-2 game. The Kings take the lead again, a minute, three seconds later on a goal by Steve Duchesne, but the Islanders get a power play when Doug Bodger was in the box for hooking, and Ted Donato, his second of the game, fifth of the season, again, Marius Tchaikovsky, and now Mike Watt with the helpers. Pavel Rosa with a goal late in the second period to give the Kings back the lead, 4-3, to three, and that's how it stood after 40 minutes. In the third, Barry Richter ties it up for the Islanders at 228 of the third. Mark Lawrence and Sergei Nemchinov with the helpers. It goes to overtime, and in the extra session, exactly two minutes in, Brian Barrard wins it for the Isles, Tchaikovsky and Reichel with the helpers. Final score in overtime, Islanders 5 and the LA Kings 4 for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Ted Donato, two goals in this game. He was also a plus two and had four shots on goal, which led the Islanders in this contest. For Tommy Sallow, 21 saves in the victory. Islanders uh, and Kings both with 25 shots on goal in this game. So for a steady, good, solid, checking, third line kind of a center, or, or winger rather, Ted Donato, a very happy 52nd birthday, and many, many happy more. All right, let's go to our farm report, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. They played on Tuesday afternoon and had a little bit of an early problem, fell behind 2-0, but goals by Dmitro Timishov and Cole Bardrow, just 28 seconds apart in that third period, forced overtime, but... In the overtime, the Hartford Wolfpack end up with the win as Tim Gettinger gets his eighth of the season on the power play. Yapka uh Scarrick, the Sound Tigers goaltender, made 35 saves in this game uh and faced 38 shots. So again, defense continuing to be a bit of a problem for Bridgeport this season, and, and it's frustrating, to say the least, when they struggle that way. Uh, now, there was one other game earlier this week. That was Saturday, also uh, a game against the Wolfpack, and this one, the Sound Tigers win. It was their third straight victory, and that was certainly a good thing. Blade Jenkins and Bobo Carpenter each had a goal and an assist. Cole Koski, and Tom Kunackle also scored the three games, was the longest winning streak for the Sound Tigers since November 23rd to 29th of 2019. So at least Bridgeport had that three-game winning streak, and now even with the overtime loss on Tuesday, they do have a four-game point streak, and uh, Lord knows, you know, it's a positive sign that this team is starting to click, even if it is a little bit late in this abbreviated AHL season. Cole Bardrow, 13 points, 9 goals, leads the Sound Tigers in both categories. He took over the lead in points from Samuel Bolduc, who has 12, 6 goals, and 6 assists. Timoshev with 11 points, and Kunakl with 10, round out the top 4. And Jeff Kubiak with 9 points. Uh, eight of them assists, he is in fifth file, followed by Kyle McLean. But overall, the Sound Tigers continue to uh struggle in the standings, and again, hopefully they are able to start to uh you know extend this point streak because that would be a very good thing. Next game for the Sound Tigers will be Thursday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in Providence against the Providence Bruins. And then uh, Monday, May 3rd, a game at home against the Bruins at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then Tuesday, May 4th, uh, at the Hartford Wolfpack, also a 1 o'clock game. So those three games will be played between now and our next Farm Report, which will take place on Wednesday So that is it for this issue of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, an analysis of what this team needs to do to shake out of the doldrums, and it it is getting really scary for this team. I've always said throughout the season, it's too soon to panic, and it is too soon to panic, but uh, there has to be a greater sense of urgency on this hockey team where they're not going anywhere this year, and, and this team has too much talent for that to, to for them to let that happen. So hopefully Barry Trotz can get this team centered again and back on track, and, and we'll see a better performance Thursday against the Rangers. You look at the standings, and you've got to be concerned about what's happening to this Islanders team, without a doubt. Uh, y- y- you look at it right now and the Islanders are in third place, but look, the Capitals, 68 points now in first, the Penguins with 67, uh, although Washington has a game in hand, the Islanders have 63 points, four points out of second place, five points out of first, a game in hand on Pittsburgh, but Boston just one point behind the Islanders now, and they have a game in hand on the Isles, and the Rangers just five points behind the Islanders, and the Islanders have a game in hand on the Rangers, but if the Islanders can't start winning, none of this is going to matter. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. We'll be back tomorrow and every weekday with more great Islanders insights and analysis. I'm your host, Gil Martin. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast, and of course, let's go Islanders!